right now there's somebody who needs healing in their body and their spirit. And I pray for healing in your body. And as we speak it, it is happening. In Jesus' name, Shabbat, the Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Healing has happened. Restoration in your body, your mind, your spirit is going on right now. And you believe it. We speak it. We believe it. And we say it is done. 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 You know, so many times we wonder if we deserve to be in the pray, the presence of the Lord and to be worthy of His praise. And I mean worthy of His praise because sometimes we feel like we are so off that we can't even give Him praise. That we're not worthy to give Him praise. Like our praise goes in one ear and out the other. But I tell you right now, the Lord loves you and your faults and your He loves everything about you. No, that's why he, he's chasing after you. He wants you. He wants to show you his love, his mercy, and his forgiveness. That's what the Bible teaches, mercy and forgiveness and love and compassion, no matter what we have done. He still loves us. I mean, he's still there at the end of the day to love us, for us to run into his arms. And we are worthy to be in his presence. He wants us in his presence. He wants us to rejoice and praise Him. No matter what we have done in life, and trust me, I've done a lot of stupid things, as I'm sure a lot of people have, but the one thing that remains is the Lord and His love and His forgiveness. And He teaches us how to forgive. How to forgive. He forgives us. I mean, not just forgives us, but we are to forgive others, too. And it isn't for them, it is for us, and trust me, the hardest thing for me to do, and this is me being real, the hardest thing for me to do is forgive somebody who did me wrong, that's hard for me, but you know what, I always remember no matter what, the Lord has forgiven me for all the things and faults I have done, so the least, how can I ask the Lord to forgive me when I I can't forgive somebody else. So then I reminded how how much the Lord loves me and how much He's given me through the bad and through the good, and that allows me to forgive. So plus, I don't want to live in hating somebody, and that's not a healthy place. I don't do toxic. I don't do drama. I don't want any part of that in my life. So in order to release those things, I have to forgive somebody. I have to forgive that person who did me wrong. I have to move on so I can live the life the Lord has put in front of me in the way He wants me to live it. He wants me happy. He wants me to have a good life. But I can't do that if I don't forgive somebody. So I don't know who that is too, but forgive that person. Forgive that person so that way you can move on and have a good life that the Lord has set out for you. And somebody right now feels like they're not being appreciated. And trust me, you are appreciated. The Lord appreciates you. He appreciates everything that you do. Maybe your co-worker doesn't tell you. Maybe your mother and father don't tell you. Maybe your friends don't tell you. But the Lord is watching. And the Lord is noticing everything that you're doing. And He appreciates everything everything that you do, and he recognizes it, and something better is going to come from it, I believe it, 
I pray it, and you shall trust it. So many times we question whether or not we deserve or are worthy of God's love and mercy and forgiving and compassion um, and to be in his presence. And that hit me this week as I was talking to some people about it. Um, but let me tell you something. The Lord I serve taught me that he loves me unconditionally, which means he loves you unconditionally. And it's also taught me that he's a merciful God. The Bible speaks about it. He's shown me that throughout my life, how merciful he is. So I say now that you are worthy of his unconditional love and his mercy. Um, and another side note, getting off topic, just because it's been a hot topic um, in some social media platforms, talking about... Um, pastors, you know, and pastors that make a lot of money, and it's frowned upon if a pastor makes a lot of money. But let me explain something to you and and give you a little history of myself and some different things about me that uh, most people don't know. I grew up in a very, uh, I have two sets of parents. Uh, One side of my family, one set of parents, not a lot of money, very giving, um, would give you the shirt off their back who would take in so many people, um, even if their finances were strength, they would, this is the way they would do it, um, because it was right, it's what God wanted them to do, and they knew that no matter the circumstances, God was going to provide and take care of them, God always did, and the second, uh, set of parents, um, both attorneys grew up in a very, um, I hate to say this, but Caucasian neighborhood, influential neighborhood. There weren't that many diverse uh, races there. And that doesn't say that it was racist, so I don't want anyone to take that out of context. It was what it is. Now, now, uh, later in the last couple of years, it's a different story. But 10, 10, over 10, 20 years ago, that, 11 years ago, that's what it was. Um, now, there's diversity moving there, a lot of people moving there, different races, different cultures, different backgrounds. But I grew up in an area where a two-bedroom, two-bathroom, 1,500-square-foot house was five, $600,000, six, I think six thirty-eight uh, was the price for a two-bedroom, two-bathroom, 1,500-square-foot house was six twenty to six thirty, uh, right there. Um, I went to private school, um, had a good education, a good upbringing, but you know what? At the end of the day, and, and this is the point that I'm trying to make, I worked hard, and I did, I tried to do what was right and serve the kingdom of God, and as I get older and as I am more successful, um, I try to give as much of my income that I can possibly away, and in some instances, I give more away than I take home, um, and you know what happens in those circumstances? The Lord blesses me. I mean, He continuously blesses me to the point that what I've given away or what I've committed to has come back to me. Um, and so speaking about pastors who make money, I think pastors should make good money. I think the Lord wants them to be blessed. Uh, some of these pastors and megachurch people criticize them for making money and living in big houses and having $600 pair of shoes and a different Sunday. 
but to think about what all goes into what they're doing and how many lives they're touching and how many lives they're blessing. The Lord talks in the Bible about He wants you to be rich. He wants you to be successful. He wants to bless you because you blessed others and you continuously bless others. And you put Him before yourself. And because you do that, the Lord is faithful. I mean, that's what the Bible teaches me. And that doesn't mean that I don't, I don't fall short of the grace of God and getting on another note here that mistakes happen and people make mistakes. People do things that are not what's right. But for me, when those things happen, I remember, hey, my God that I serve is merciful. He's forgiving. He's compassionate. He's loving. And he's a teacher. And in that spirit, in my in the spirit he's given us, the Holy Spirit, um, that conscience, that gut tells me, hey, hey, bud, which, Bryce, this is what you did. It wasn't right. This is what you need to do to rectify the situation. And I do it. Um, I've learned in the past, don't, don't uh, debate. Now, that doesn't mean I don't debate with the Lord and say, hey, Lord, I don't want to do that right now. Like, let's talk about this. And the Lord will tell me, hey, okay, that's okay. Lord, okay second round. You see that homeless person on the street, I want you to feed them. And sure enough, there'll be a second homeless person on the street. And I, I've got a second chance to do what the Lord has told me to do and be obedient to what the Lord is telling me to do. Um, a few weeks ago, I was uh, driving and I had stopped at a, a ice cream burger place and I was hungry all day. And I rolled up in there, ordered my food the way I wanted it, and it was raining a little bit, so off and so on. And I pulled out to the light, and there was homeless men there. And the Lord, as he does, laid on my spirit, hey, give your food and give your ice cream to this guy, to this, this homeless person. And at first I said, are you kidding me? I mean, I got to go back. I just paid $14 for this food, and now you want me to give it to this homeless person. But you know what's funny, though? I had had some cash in my hand, and it was $29, $29 and some change. And, and I, I was thinking, why do I have this exact dollar and this change, and et cetera, et cetera. And I didn't like the fact that I had, I tried not to carry cash on me. Um, but you know what it was is that I paid for that food with that first set of money. And when I went back to the line, you know, I gave the food to the homeless man, and the man was very grateful and appreciative. When I went back to the line, she grabbed the other food. It was exactly the change I had. And when things like that happen, I realized that this is of the Lord. The Lord was preparing me for this situation. He knew as long as I was faithful and listen and obedient, he was going to provide. And so he did. I had an exact change to get the exact same combo I had before. And why the entire day this, this person give me this money? I was thinking, why did they give me exactly this? Why didn't they just do it this other way that I'd asked them to do it? Um, and it was exactly for the end of the night for that exact reason that the Lord knew he was going to put that homeless man in front of me. And I was going to go order that food. And this was exactly what I needed. So when the Lord tells you, when that spirit, when you hear that, that voice within your soul and your spirit say, hey, do that remember that the Lord's always got you. He's going to provide. He's going to take care of you and be obedient to what the Lord is telling you to do. And as long as you do that, everything will be okay. Everything will work out the way it needs to work out.
let me make this very clear. The Lord is the same as he was yesterday, the day before that, three days ago, a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, or a hundred to a thousand years ago. He can still do what he did at any time since he walked earth. I believe he's going to heal, whoever's listening to this, I believe he's going to heal your aches, whether they be physically, spiritually, or emotionally. He's going to heal you. I don't know who this is for, but if you feel like just, just aching spiritually and emotionally, I'm telling you right now, come to the Father. Have a conversation with him. You know, I, I was telling you the other day, and I think in the previous podcast, I debate him. There are times I don't want to do what he says, what he tells me to do. And I sit there and have a debate with him. Lord, do I have to do this? Can I do it tomorrow? Can I? And sometimes, here's the deal. Sometimes the Lord says, okay. Now, here's what I've also learned. Sometimes when he lets me do it the following day, it costs me more than it would have cost me if I just done it that same when he told me to do it. Um, and sometimes when I do that, it's exactly what I needed to, I needed it to wait the following day. But at the end of the day, I listened and had a discussion with my Heavenly Father who guides me and wants me to do what is best in life and wants me to be the best that He knows I can be, that He knows you can be. Father, uh, mother, sister, brother, whoever. You are capable of doing what the Lord set out for you to do. And there is nothing that will stand in your way with the Lord by your side and guiding every step of the way. There's nothing. There's nothing that's going to happen. If you trust and believe in the Lord, you know... So many things happen in life. I experience a lot of things in life. Um, whether it be uh, hardships, uh, whether it be health, whether it be mental issues, whether it be physical, mostly, whatever it may be. I have experienced a lot of pain in my life, a lot of hardships, uh, a lot of issues. Um, but at the end of the day, the Lord has blessed me, blessed me remarkably and, and abundantly. Um, and in times when I didn't do what he said. But I'll tell you this, the Lord has also taken away a lot of things in my life and showed me that as he's given, he can still take it away. So in this chapter of my life, I've learned to, to do what is right to the best of my life. I always do it, but I try to remind myself when I lose focus, hey, this is what's right, this is what the Lord wants me to do, let me get back in line, let me do this, and the Lord continues to bless me, he loves me, he teaches me, he wants to teach you, he wants to love you, there is nothing better than to experience the love and warmth of our Father. I mean, you feel emotions go through your body. 
and so much pain has gone through your life that the Lord wants to take it away. He wants to hold you. He wants to wrap you in His arms. He wants to love on you unconditionally. You know what unconditionally means? It means that no matter what I've done in life, no matter how bad I've been, how great I've been, whatever the circumstance, my Father loves me unconditionally. The one person in life that I can run to is just run to Him. He'll wrap you in His arms. He'll love you. Because that's what He wants. That's what He longs for. That's what your heart and soul so long for. Is to be wrapped in His arms. To, to come to Him. And say, Father, I have made a mistake. Or, hey, Father, I just appreciate you. Hey, Father, I just need to hear you say you love me. And guess what? With your ears wide open... In that still moment, or maybe it might be loud, the Father will say, He loves you. He'll show you what His love is. Forget even telling you sometimes, sometimes He'll just show you. He'll remind you of the small things in the day that He loves you. The fact that you're up today, breathing, talking, or just alive in general, even if you've got pain, you may not see this day as, oh, I'm alive. I should be grateful. But let me tell you, you're alive because the Father loves you and the Father has something greater for you in life. I strongly believe that. Like I said, there's been many things in my life that I've experienced that have been traumatic and hard. And things where I have said, well, why did this have to happen? Or why did that happen? But, but you know what it's taught me every circumstance? It made me who I am today. And it gave me good qualities of who I am today. And it taught me that the Lord loves me. And that no matter what things I've experienced, that the one person who's always been there to wrap me in his arms, who I could always turn to no matter what, was the Lord Jesus Christ, my Savior. And so I say to you today, and I pray this prayer with you today, Lord Jesus, that whoever is listening to this, that right now as I speak these words, you wrap them in your arms. That your power and Holy Spirit overwhelms their body, their soul, their mind, their emotions with how much you love them. And that they see and feel throughout this day or tomorrow, this week, how much of a loving Father you are, how merciful you are, how amazing you are how compassionate you are. And I pray that they will know the love of the Father and that they will be shown in little things throughout this week how much you love them. And they will be reminded that all they've got to do is run to the Father 
and you will wrap them in your in your arms. You will live on them. You will teach them. You will talk to them. You will show what unconditional love really is. In Jesus' name, I pray this. Amen, 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 and amen. We praise the Lord Almighty.